Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. of our great economic crisis is beginning to work for working people. The United Auto Workers are on strike. Just just thought those two things kind of went together. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. This is how it's going down. Walkouts have begun in Missouri, Ohio, and Michigan for all three auto workers. So there was a question as they have been trying to work something out before the end of the contract, the head of the United Auto Workers, who I don't think uh, makes himself seem like a guy you want to hang out with, pushing for a series of things that can only be described as, are you serious? 40% wage increases, uh, cost of living increases, possibly 36, 32-hour work week Wanting better benefits on the retirement side. It's not that any one thing would necessarily be a deal breaker. But of course, it is about swinging for the fences, which is what happens in these negotiations. Swing for the fences and then um, see see what it is that you can end up with. See what it is that you can get. Solantis and General Motors both made offers to try and avoid this. It certainly wasn't going to be a 40% pay increase, which Sean Fain, the head of the United Auto Workers, has even said, well, we, 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 we could do a little bit less here, maybe do a little bit less there. That clearly has not been the case, and now you have all three going out at the same time, but not everyone from all three going out at the same time. This is where it gets kind of interesting. Uh, a strategy I certainly wasn't expecting. I don't claim an expertise on strike strategy. About 13,000 workers are now on the picket lines in these uh, plants in specific areas from all three of the big three. I should say all of the big three, that would be better said. So you've got a Bronco plant in Detroit. Stellantis has a Jeep factory in Toledo and General Motors, a a plant where they build pickup trucks in Missouri. And they have walked out. Now, this is audio of Sean Fain uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Producer Jonathan, I have not gone over it yet. So finger on the dump button, would you? Thank you. Profits equal record contracts. It's our time, and, and we all we want is our share of equity. We're not asking to be millionaires. We're not asking to join the billionaire class. We're asking for our fair share of the fruits of our labor. They deserve it. I don't know if that talk gets people excited or, 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 or not. I'm not so sure. But this is how this is starting. What comes next? That's the question. Are we about to see 
more of this or will 13,000 people being out be enough? There's a question here about strategy. Then there's a question here about a result. Is it clear that the the companies themselves are going to pay more? Yes, I, I think that that's, that's absolutely clear. Does that come in uh, actual uh, cash in terms of salary or does that come in a benefit conversation? When GM and Stellantis put their offers out, one of the things that they offered was a one-time inflation adjustment. Like, it was like, like $6,000, which is basically, as, as I saw it, and maybe people in the union would agree or disagree, uh, 317-239-9393, if, if you are, I mean, you're, you're not on strike. No one in Indiana is on strike yet, or at least has been ordered off, but that could come. That's like a signing bonus. When they say, here's, a, here's an inflation adjustment payment, it's a signing bonus. Here's $6,000. That's what it is. Um, and then they sometimes give you other payments, but they'll stagger it over, over a, a couple of years. They're going to get paid more. This goes without question. The question is, how much? And then to the other side of that, what happens on this, on this retirement side? Which I would make an assumption that the retirement side is actually more of a desire than the now side. But the response to that could be, Tony, that's only a question of how many years you have in the union. That's what that is. Because I hear stories that there are many of these union guys who in some plants have been working seven days a week. No call-offs. That, that, that's going to be an issue for a great number of people. So this is starting. I do not know the scale and the pace, I should say, of how this strike moves down the line. I have no idea if today it's 13,000 and then uh, tomorrow it's 26,000. But if the objective is to get people talking about it, like this is actually not a bad strategy. If today it's, it's, um, 13,000, and now you go into the Sunday shows. And then Monday, oh, we don't have a deal, it's 26,000. And then Wednesday of that, we go, oh, we don't have a deal, it's 39,000. That tells its own story. And that puts pressure. But it won't change the end result, will it? The idea that the United Auto Workers are going to get a 40% pay increase and cost of living increases is just never going to be the case. That's not going to happen. That dog won't hunt. I don't care what the expression is. It's not going to happen. So somewhere there has to be a number. Sean Fain, who heads up the United Auto Workers, knows what that number is. So when do you get to it? Exactly how long do you let this go on so you get to it? Another part of this strategy of having just the, uh, the trickle effect, if you will, of strike has to do with a fund that exists for a strike. Remember, there are 146,000 members of the United Auto Workers. The fund is $825 million. Just take a moment, would you? Just take a moment. As the Wall Street Journal reports it, there's a $825 million fund for this strike. 
by putting out just 13,000 people right now, the, the fund pays people during the strike, right? Help some people out. You're not getting your full pay. Here's just a little bit to help uh, tide you over. It's a lot less money you're putting out right from the start. Keeping more money in the fund, being able to keep your powder dry, letting the pain extend a little bit longer. As a, as a, uh, a conversation, again, about strategy, this one's fascinating. This one's pretty good. Get people talking about it without losing their heads about it. Get people talking about it without costing you too much. That is a solid, solid strategy, and that's where they're at right now. Uh, the big three had offered increases of, uh, of wages of 17.5% to 20% over more than four years. The union had gone from 40% to about mid-30s. But they still haven't figured out cost of living and retiree medical benefits, which is where the real, the, be- the, the, the retiree stuff is where the real fight's going to be. This is where we're at right now. We will keep an eye on it. If you are a union guy, a union lady, maybe I should say a union, la- a union folk, thoughts about what's going on, email me, Tony, at TonyCats.com, Twitter at Tony Katz. Would love to hear from you.